Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is Wednesday, June 14th. It's five minutes after 11. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. His name is Rob Kendall. You can find him on Twitter at Rob M. Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels. You can find me at Casey Daniels 317. And we're both on YouTube right now. Type in Kendall and Casey into the YouTube search bar. Okay, so President Biden, he welcomed hundreds of people to the White House. This happened on Saturday. It was for the Pride Month celebration. It was supposed to happen earlier in the week, but because of the air quality from the Canadian wildfires, they had to postpone the event. The haze eventually lifted, and they all went to the White House to party on the South Lawn. Yes, the the haze went to the White House. Yes, absolutely. Very well said. Went right there. Of course, President Biden said that he wants to send a message to the entire community. You are loved, you are heard, you are understood, and you belong. You know, I thought it was interesting when we had Micah on the the, uh, the other day for his segment talking about what is the obsession with the whole LGBTQ thing. I mean, it is it is safe to say, right? It, we, we have reached a, an obsession level in this, this country. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly... The anti-gay marriage people were proven correct. And here's what I mean by saying this. So just work with me here. And I have long said, I believe that whoever you make a contract with is your business. The state has no business in being in marriage. You marry whoever you want. That is between you. And if a church wants to do that, it's not a church that I'm going to be a part of, but that's between you, that church, and you should be able to leave your you should be able to leave your stuff to whoever you want, whoever you want should be able to visit you in the hospital, all those sort of things. But the the argument at the time by the gay, anti-gay marriage people was, this will not stop at just love who I want to love. This will accelerate and know no bounds, and it will quickly become, unless you not only allow me to love who I want to love, but celebrate it, throw parades for it, mm-hmm. stand behind it, advocate for it then you will become the bad guy and you will be at risk and they have been pretty much proven correct i mean when you look at people who get canceled this guy from the blue jays who got cut for simply saying and in the case of the blue jays guy it wasn't even a gay or straight thing it was i don't want to be i am not down with a company who uses a grown man who pretends to be a little girl as their spokesperson yeah he was speaking out against bud light Actually, he was promoting the boycott against Bud Light. Right. So those people, by that standard, have been proven 100% absolutely correct. And Micah got into this that where does it end, right? Where? What is the next step of thing you have to embrace or celebrate or whatever? Or you're, you are... Punished. You're, right. You're absolutely 100% punished. And this obsession... Look, I don't care what you want to do to me. If there comes a time where they say, you got to celebrate this or you're out of here, then I'll see you. It's been fun. I am not celebrating this. I'm not throwing parades for it. I'm not saying you're a great person. You are just another person to me. I don't care who you sleep with, and you are making me not like who you sleep with by throwing it in your in my face. I don't care if you want to chop off your genitals, if you want to grow fake breasts, 
I think that's super weird. I think you have a disorder. I think there's something wrong with you, which is why it was until very recently and became politically expedient not to. It was referred to as a disorder. Mm -hmm. The same way as me and my hand washing is called obsessive compulsive disorder because it's not normal. I don't expect people to placate it. I don't expect people to throw a parade for me. I don't expect people to say that it's right because it's not. And yet we now live in a world where these people are at the White House and some some man who's pretending to be a woman is showing his, his pretend cans. Okay, so we've gone a long way from acceptance to you have to cheerlead or you're out. If you don't get on board with this, if you don't bow to the rainbow flag, you're going to be punished. And Vivek Ramaswamy has been speaking out about this a lot, saying how what you just said, this is a mental condition. And if I were to say to you, I want to cut off my left arm. Well, why? What's wrong with your left arm? Absolutely nothing. Well, then why do you want to cut off? I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't feel like it's part of my body. It doesn't belong there. You would look at me like there was something wrong with me. You'd go, I I don't get it. I don't understand. Your left arm, there's nothing wrong with it. It works. It's good. Yeah, but I just don't want it anymore. I feel like it's body dysmorphia. And by placating all of this, we're lying. We're saying... No, no, that's perfectly fine. Go ahead. Cut off your left arm. That's normal. You are No, it's not. No, you're 100% right, Casey. And what has happened is people with mental disorders, because again, it is a disorder. It is not normal for a man to think he should be a woman or a woman to think he should be a man or any point in between. You are born one of them. That is what you are. The same way as it is not normal for people like me to check the fridge five or ten times to make sure it's closed before I leave the house or or stare at the, the garage door or stop my car in the middle of the street and look back when I watched it close. It's not normal. Now, for people like me, I'm not chopping body parts off and I've figured out ways as an adult as I've grown to deal with it to where it's just mildly annoying now and it's not life, you know, it's not a life altering thing. These people are making life-altering decisions, and so much of it now is because the internet enables everybody to find each other and prop each other up, and we have now said, oh, no, this is normal. Oh, no, this is, yeah, it's totally normal. Go ahead and do it. No, it's not. Men are men, and women are women, and again, if you want to do it, fine. You you, You do it. But I'm not celebrating it. I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that I think it's normal. And I'm certainly appalled that we have these people at the White House in an an official government action where a man who has fake breasts is taking his top off. And that's where we're at now. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there was this man and he actually posed with pictures with President Biden and then made a video and it was the... Fake breasts were out there, and people are outraged by it. And Corinne Jean-Pierre, she had a few things to say about this, and she actually condemned the act. Having received the statement that uh, the White House believes that was inappropriate, disrespectful, is there going to be a greater effort in the future to communicate a code of conduct for White House guests? Look, we've, as you mentioned, the statement uh, that we put out, you heard from us earlier today, uh, the, the behavior was simply unacceptable. Uh, we've been very clear about that. It was unfair to the hundreds of attendees who were there to celebrate their families. Uh, so, you know, 
we're going to continue to be clear on that. And uh, that type of behavior is, uh, as I said, unacceptable. It's not appropriate. It's disrespectful. And let's not, uh, it, it really does not reflect the event that we hosted uh, to celebrate the LGBTQ plus families. Again, hundreds of families who were here uh, to celebrate uh, their community and who were here in attendance. So um, look, individuals in the video uh, certainly will not be invited to future events. And uh, this is has not occurred before. Bull, right? time this out. Is not, stop, stop, this... stop, stop, stop. Okay, she's so full of crap. Because as someone who has interviewed the president, do you know that, Casey? Once interviewed the president? It was a great dream. Yeah, he said it was terrific. He wished every interview could be just like that. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't even the actual president at the time. He was an assumed major party nominee for president. The level of scrutiny I had to go through to get that interview... And then the the security detail you have to go through. I mean, mm-hmm. it is unbelievable. And the fact that she acts like this is some rogue accident. Yeah, who just snuck in the White House and got an actual meeting with Biden. Like they're they're on camera together. Yes. It's like, oh, this person was way in the back, and just you know, she was Fred's friend, or he was. It's a man. He was Fred's friend, and well, Fred's out of here, and this man pretending to be a woman's out of here. She was in a video with Biden. They knew exactly who this person was. They know every person who's in the White House. And certainly, if you're going to get camera time with the President of the United States, this is not an accident. This wasn't a rope line where he was walking along shaking hands. He was there on the South Lawn and... Karine Jean-Pierre said it's it's not a reflection of the celebration they were having. Y- yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. It was it was a definite reflection the, with someone's iPhone in selfie mode. Yeah, the T is for trans. In LGBTQ, T is for trans. Mm-hmm. What do you think trans is? And there's parades all over the country where these people, these people with mental disorders are doing this stuff and there's children at yeah, these absolutely. parades that's what i'm saying they're subjecting goes, kids to this and it goes back to the whole thing with target and the tuck friendly clothing you gonna you're an adult you want to do that knock yourself out but the second you start bringing the children into it that's when people are outraged but it's not even that it's just so disrespectful that this behavior happened on the lawn of the White House. the And I struggle with this, Casey, because the anti-gay marriage people have been proven 100% correct. Every, and this was just 10 years ago. It wasn't like this was, oh, this was 50 years ago. This was 10 years ago. The things they were warning about are coming true and they are happening in rapid fashion. And I struggle with this because, again, I stand by the government shouldn't be in marriage. You should be able to have whatever contract you want to have with whoever you want to have it with. And if a church is going to recognize that and do that ceremony, that's not a church I want to be a part of, but that's none of my business. And yet I realize what allowing this to happen and accepting it in society has done. And so I'm totally torn on this now because I I have these deeply held beliefs in terms of the role of government and what government should be and the things government should be and it shouldn't. And yet I see the culture and our society just eroding in front of us and these sickos and weirdos getting more and more prominence 
every day in society. Give them an inch, right? And they'll take a mile. And there's a lot of LGBs who are more conservative. They don't want to be tied in with this TQI plus group. And they've actually, in fact, I'm scotted their flag, their rainbow flag. I mean, if if I were an LGB, I would say, you know what? You added this pink and blue and brown and black stripe in the circle to something that we started years ago. Take that out. Make your own thing. Be your own group. Yeah, but you know the problem? Here's the problem, Casey. And it's the same thing with the teachers, right? How many times do we hear from teachers? Well, though the teachers union doesn't speak for me. I'm embarrassed by the angry red-shirted teachers, but they do speak for you. They are the voice, and so few people speak up in opposition who are teachers that they have become your voice. So that doesn't work anymore for you to go, ah, those people there, they don't speak for They do speak for you. They're telling everyone they speak for you because they're blanket, they're blanketing in that flag, mm-hmm. you in this case, right? The angry red-shirted teachers are coming to the statehouse, and I can assure you they're not there as they're screaming at lawmakers going, yeah, but we don't speak for Tony. They're saying they speak for you. Mm-hmm. And if you're not doing anything, whether it's this LGBTQ whatever movement or the teachers unions and teachers not speaking, your silence is complicity. You are a part of them. You are lumped into one. And if so, if indeed there are these people out there who say, look, we are embarrassed by this movement, then start speaking up. Mm-hmm. Start doing stuff on your own because right now they are embarrassing. They are an embarrassing you. They are an embarrassment for you because these people are sick. Okay, so Tucker had another episode drop on Twitter last night. We've got Tucker's take, his response to the Trump indictment. And that is on the way with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. 22 minutes after 11, you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. So Nikki Haley says that if the indictment of Trump is true, he has been reckless. You've got Chris Christie calling him a three-time loser. Mike Pence came out against Trump on the classified documents. He said no one is above the law. Ron DeSantis, mom. So they are starting to take sides. In everything that is going on with Donald Trump within the Republican Party. Yeah, and this is a great example of how um, when you need to be in politics, you don't really have, you lose a lot of instinct, right? These, And what I mean by that is these people become frozen in time because they're so afraid of doing the wrong thing. Mm. Say what you want about Chris Christie. He's saying what he thinks. Now, Chris Christie is a loser and an opportunist and is a, was a colossal failure as a governor. And, you know, I mean, he's last person who should be talking about people being losers. Right. But at least one guy says, here we go. This is the lane I'm taking. And here we go. And whatever. The rest of these people, you get this mealy mouth, you know, half baked. Well, these charges are, are very serious. Uh, and if approved, blah, blah, blah. 
give me, get lost, right? I mean, for real, just totally get lost. What you're trying to do here is split the baby. Mm -hmm. What you're trying to do here is have it both ways because you want Trump to be vulnerable. You want, you want these people, Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, they want Trump to fail. They want people to turn against Trump. But yet they recognize how many people rightfully are fully aware of what complete crap this is so they won't be they won't say that because then they're seen as being subservient to the guy they won't do the right thing which is point out how ridiculous this is and so that you come down the middle and we just laugh at them on this radio show because they're pathetic well when you come down in the middle like that you sound you come across as sounding like you have zero conviction on either side mike pence said the very prospect that highly classified material could have fallen into the wrong hands even advertly jeopardizes our national security Okay, so he's... He took the documents too, Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's going to say that about Trump. Go look in the mirror, by the way. But what, he's not going to say anything about Joe Biden, who's got boxes next to the Corvette in the garage? Well, but but this is... It's so... But this is why, Casey, I've started Story Hour with Mike Pence. Because Mike Pence is a person whose whole life, and really probably if you could get him in front of a psychiatrist, sense of self-worth, has been defined on being in politics and rising through the political ranks. Think, I mean, think about what Mike Pence did. He lost two congressional races very early in his life, late 80s. One of them was embarrassing. The way he behaved in the campaign, the, the result of the election, it was embarrassing. He spent the next 10 years plotting how to get into Congress. And for him, it was the radio, and that was the vessel he used. And ever since then, every move he has made, every speech he has given, every interaction he has ever had has been about elevating himself up the ranks of of politics. And when you are a plastic person, you, you know, we've talked about how Hulk Hogan doesn't know who Terry Bollea is anymore, the guy who plays Hulk Hogan, because he became so... In, engrossed in Hulk Hogan and that lifestyle that he just became that person. Right. It's the same thing with Mike Pence. Mike Pence is, it is, really, it is really a sad tale. And his inability and unwillingness to tell the truth, which we will talk about by the time Story <laughs> Hour wraps up over the next many months, is really, it is really pathetic. And I am so glad that people are finally starting to see who this guy really is because he took those documents too. Mm-hmm. He knows what he did, and yet he sits on some sort of throne of judgment. Right, over- saying that <laughs> what Trump did is bad because it jeopardizes national security. Well, how do we know that his house in Zionsville is safe and sound? Which one is more secure, Trump's place or Mike Pence's place? And I, I was... I want to go out of order here, Kevin, but here's angry Vivek, and I know you're 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 done with Vivek, but he does a lot of things that gets I, people I'm talking. Not, Casey, I'm not done with him. I was never You were never on I with him. I was never on with him. Yeah. But he he has called on every person running for president to pardon Trump. And then he wants them to sign a pledge letter, <laughs> a, a loyalty letter, and I think it's a good idea. Hey, you're on or off. Ron DeSantis has been quiet, hasn't said anything. But this reminds me of an athletic pledge that you take in high school. Like, I vow I won't drink or smoke during the sports season. Uh, But good for Vivek for saying it. That brings me to my second announcement that I'm going to make today. He's mad. This is an announcement of a letter that my campaign has sent to every other campaign in this race. To Mike Pence, to Nikki Haley, to Larry Elder, 
to RFK Jr. Wait for it. To Marianne Williamson, to Doug Bugram, Burgum. There it is. To Perry Johnson, to Chris Christie, to Ron DeSantis, the governor of the state where we are today, who by any measure is not here today in his own state. I will tell you that we have sent this letter, and I'm happy to announce, this is my commitment on January 20th, 2025, <laughs> if I'm elected the next U.S. president, yeah. uh -huh. to pardon Donald J. Trump sure. for these offenses right. in this federal case. And I have challenged, I have demanded that every other candidate in this race either sign this commitment to pardon uh -huh. on January 20th, 2025, mm -hmm or else to explain why they are not. Uh, Vivek trying to get Trump voters on his side. Well, we mentioned Hulk Hogan, and that's funny because he stopped just short of going, you know something mean, Gene. <laughs> I mean, Casey, this, these people are all ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. Can't there be some normal middle ground by which you as a candidate for president issue a statement or an interview or however you want to get it out to say what is happening to Donald Trump is complete crap. This is purely political. He absolutely 100 percent doesn't deserve this. And in this matter, the American people should stand with him and support him. I now return to the campaign trail and look forward to beating his brains in. Thanks. No, it's like, got to be a show. Like it's either got to be Mike Pence and Nikki Hillary. Well, these are very serious charges and well, we should really get to the bottom of it. Or, or this little sideshow. Right. These people all suck. They all all suck, Casey. Well, and then you got Chris Christie. He's a three-time loser. It is 1129. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So Tucker Carlson had his third episode of Tucker on Twitter. He said America's principles are at stake. Of course, he was uh, he had his response to what's going on with Donald Trump and the arraignment and uh, Donald Trump being prosecuted for calling out Washington, D.C. insiders over Iraq. That's what Tucker Carlson said, that this is why they're coming heavy on Trump is because of something he said in the debate long ago. There's certain moments in everything, sports, politics, whatever, industry, where you look at something in hindsight and you say nothing was ever the same after fill in the blank. Yeah. And I wonder, with Tucker's profound popularity on Twitter, if this is going to be a moment where we look back five, 10 years from now and go, this was the moment everything changed in media. Is Tucker Carlson the ultimate, maybe the final? I mean, look, we've seen things like the Daily Wire, which have emerged, which have been very successful outside of the traditional media bubble. Is Tucker Carlson the, to steal a phrase from, uh, oh, what's the the arcade game that where the guys fight, whatever that is, finish him. That you know, what at the pizza I used to play that all the time. Oh, what's the name of the game? It's driving me crazy. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Mortal Kombat. There it is. Perfect. Uh, you know, at the end of the game, when I played Centipede. <laughs> I don't know if I going to get help from you, and it's Kev's too young to remember it. Anyway, uh, is this the at the end of Mortal Kombat when you would beat the guy up, <laughs> he would be laying on the ground under you, and the computer would just flash finish him, and you did your final move or whatever it was. Is this the Mortal Kombat finish him? of traditional media where Tucker Carlson's popularity will make more and more entertaining and talented people realize we don't we don't 
we don't need this anymore. We can do it ourselves and probably make more money. And a lot cheaper. I mean, imagine what Tucker Carlson's doing. So what, he was getting three, four million views on Fox a night, and he's up over 170, 180 million on the Twitter feed. And he's in his basement, probably with one light kit. Yeah. I mean, you could do that with your phone, your iPhone. And he getting more viewers than an entire studio, which requires engineers and antennas Correct. and all of the equipment. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Reaching more people for a lot cheaper. And I did recently see a study and I can't quote it exactly because I don't have it in front of me, but there's a high percentage of millennials and Gen Z's who are now getting their news exclusively from social media platforms. They're not going to traditional media. They're not going to the cable news. They're not not picking up a newspaper, that's for sure. So I think you're right. This is the finish him yeah. round absolutely, for news delivery. But Tucker was talking about, in spite of his cease and desist, cease and desist letter that he did get, but one thing that he said was that the prosecution of Donald Trump was not just political, it's now ideological. That's the day Donald Trump made a blood enemy of the largest and most powerful organization in human history, which would be the federal government. Despite what you may remember, it wasn't anything that Trump had said about immigration or trade with China or rapists from Mexico. Those are the stories that dominated the headlines that year. Trump's a racist, they screamed. Stop him. But inside Washington, that was just noise. None of it really rated. Identity politics doesn't mean much to permanent Washington. What matters then and now is foreign policy, the invasions and occupations and proxy wars, the decisions that determine which global populations will thrive and which will die, the policies that come with trillion dollar price tags, the ones that over time have made the counties around D.C. the richest suburbs in the world. He went on to pinpoint exactly when he thought everything changed for Donald Trump. And that was in a debate during the 2016 Republican primary where Donald Trump said that we should not have gone into Iraq. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, Casey, Mm -hmm. we are going to have an update on the Brownsburg abuse case involving the special needs student. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, Kristen Ferklick, who has done a phenomenal job gathering information. She's done all sorts of new public records requests. There's some incredible information that has come out about who knew what, when in this case. And she's heard from the superintendent. Oh, yeah, it's juicy. We'll talk about it next. Kendall and Casey are on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Until the truth comes out, 
via court of, of law, and that is this uh, special needs abuse case in involving Brownsburg Community School Corporation. Okay, now are we going back to the child who was forced to eat his own vomit, or has there been a new development? Well, I think there is going to be some new developments very soon, but for now, we're still focused on the original complaint. Okay. Yeah. And so for those of you who aren't familiar with, the, with what we're talking about here, this has been several months ago. Um, now, a, allegedly, a child was forced to eat his own vomit by multiple members of people employed by the Brownsburg Community School Corporation. Uh, multiple employees have since been fired. There have been criminal charges filed. And now we are on to the civil side of things mm-hmm. in which this uh, attorney's representing this young boy who we've had on the show, Catherine Michael, who is who is great, uh, have filed a lawsuit. Uh, obviously, one of their primary goals here, in addition to damages, is they want to get the truth, Casey, sure. about what's been going on out there. Absolutely, as Be- they should. Because the school corporation there, the Brownsburg Community School Corporation, as they often do, make it as hard as humanly possible to get any sort of information even if your kid is allegedly the victim of being forced to eat his own vomit yeah it's it's disturbing it's disgusting that they would try and do that just come clean what happened so uh we think maybe soon we're gonna have a very big announcement in involving this case um but in the meantime one of the people who has just been absolutely phenomenal trying to get information and forcing subjecting herself to dealing with the Brownsburg Community School Corporation, which I really wouldn't wish, Casey, on my worst enemy having had to do it many times myself uh, is uh, Kristen Ferklick. She's a a resident of Brownsburg, has been a long time been a public, uh, an advocate for uh, accountability in public education and she joins us now to update on this very serious topic and the information she's been able to get. Kristen, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. All right. So let's talk about it. Look, it's been a month or more since we've had you on the show, but you have a lot of moving parts and breaking developments here. And one of the things I think you have kind of been able to let you expand on this, um, that you have been able to put together from public records requests and the probable cause affidavit, it appears pretty clear that people knew about this incident long before it was ever reported to law enforcement by the Brownsburg Community School Corporation. Yes, for sure. Um, we, we know, of course, of the five people that were either directly involved or were witnesses, of course, because they were charged um, with um, either felonies or misdemeanors. But according to probable cause affidavit, there was a sixth person mm. that was aware. Um, and so I started to do a little bit more digging um, into that individual to, to figure out exactly what went on and trying to determine why she hasn't been charged. Um, that's Kelsey McMullen. Um, she was a speech therapist, uh, then moved into the role of teacher after this event. All right. So what have you been able to determine through your public records requests I- involving this and what what has taken place? Because there's been some some big events since the, the, this event allegedly happened. And and obviously people were fired, et cetera. Um, well, I, I um, in, in reading the probable cause affidavit, um, I, it it is clear that Kelsey McMullen became aware of this event um, in the cafeteria when she witnessed, observed a, um, you can call it a confrontation argument between two of the parties that were were directly involved, um, Kristen Mitchell and Sarah Seymour. 
Um, within, it sounds like a couple of days of the event, um, there was a, like I said, a confrontation between those two. Um, it also goes on to explain that she was involved in uh, continuing conversations throughout that following weekend regarding the event. Mm-hmm. So she was well aware. Okay. Um, but, and she didn't do anything about it, didn't say anything, didn't speak up? No, no, not at all. Um, she um, finally, um, on April 18th, um, a, an email arrived, um, was sent to um, three different parties within the um, Brownsburg School Corporation Human Resources, the Chief of Police, and the Brown Elementary Principal, and Lesko, um, that explained um, her knowledge of the events and, um, also, and her presence with this disagreement um, between the two staff members. And um, ironically explains how committed she is to reporting and so forth. Um, I subsequently submitted a public records request um, asking for emails between Kelsey McMullen and the principal Ann Lesko over a period of time between February 1 and April 30th to cover that entire block of time. When I got it back, that email was not in that records request. So you got everything but that one. Yeah, so you basically you got everything but the thing that you wanted. I mean, obviously you wanted other stuff, but you got everything but the the most important thing. Exactly. Because that was the thing that might, would it be fair to say, look the worst? It would certainly shed light on the situation. And when you didn't get, by the way, Kristen Ferklick is our guest. She is a, a, a resident of the town of Brownsburg, longtime advocate for accountability, transparency, and public education. We're talking about her continued quest to get information in regards to the Brownsburg special needs ab- abuse case. So when you didn't get the email that you knew existed that you uh, w- w- were wanting, you got a phone call. Tell us about that. Um, yes, and I had um, the, the prior to that that day, I had fired back an email stating that um, there was, you know, essentially no reason that they should have left that out. She was still employed. She hadn't been charged, et cetera. Following morning, that was uh, last Thursday, June 8th, um, in the morning at 845 with no caller ID, I received a call from Superintendent Jim Snap. And you said he and you um, said he blocked the information so you would know it's him calling. Correct. No caller ID. Well, that doesn't sound very transparent. <laughs> well, that's yeah, part of the course, right? Did he want to talk to you about your car warranty? <laughs> well, that probably would have been preferable. Yeah. So what? Um, so what did uh, what did Jim Snap, superintendent of Brownsburg Schools, calling from a block number, have to say? He wanted to let me know um, that. The document that I in question was not included because it originated from McMullen's personal email address mm. because she was on um, administrative leave at the time. Wait, 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 wait. Ah, time out there. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I, I, I was in government once upon a time. It doesn't matter where the email emanates from. It's if it does it does it cross a government server, right? Well, that's public access 101, right? Um, 
I mean, so so this email went to people in the Brownsburg School Corporation, right? It went to three what, different parties. Yeah. So at Brownsburg, whatever their email address is, this wasn't a bunch of people sending personal emails. She may have sent it from her personal email, but it went to Brownsburg employees. Correct. Yes. And he knows this and their attorneys know this and I know this. But again, we're, you know, it's he's buying time and we're playing a game. What did what did you say to him? Did you call him out um, on this? At the time, he called me at 845 in the morning. I wasn't expecting it. Um, I You might say that my tone um, was uh dismissive you might say um but i i was in a stunned state that he had even called me so no i i, I wish i would have but no uh so but um, this, but, but it's another this is another example case we've talked about this through this whole thing right mm-hmm. of just a total lack of transparency from the brownsburg school corporation this kid at least according to law enforcement, went through something highly horrific that no kid should ever have to endure. These emails appear to show that people knew about it well before it was reported to law enforcement. And you've got the school corporation, the superintendent, according to Kristen, going out of his way to make sure she has as little as possible because it's going to make them look bad. Mm -hmm. Kristen, did I get it right there? I, I believe so. Um, he he's he's covering his rear end for sure. Yeah, he's um, protecting his, his, something. His, yeah, he he went on to say that they were checking with their attorneys to see if they could release it. <laughs> but the the final statement was 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 uh, the kicker. Um, he wanted to let me know that these things can take time, <laughs> and he didn't want to want me to think that they were trying to do anything nefarious. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jim Snap would never do anything nefarious. And boy, him and him and that administration, that school board, they are just they are just transparency kings. Man, Kristen, they don't care about this kid at all. They're just they're just upset they got caught and what the ramifications are going to be. That has become abundantly clear on this. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yes. I I mean, I honestly, I, I I feel for every child that is in that school system, and honestly, any child that is in within a public school system, because trying to get information out of them is like it is you're speaking in riddles, even when they do give you information. Um, It's 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 very sad. Well, we appreciate all that you're doing. Uh, you've gotten way more information than anybody else in this in this process. And again, I think there's going to be some big stuff coming down very soon in this in this case. And these people in the Brownsburg school system uh, get whatever they deserve because they're they're just awful. And thank you for uh, shedding some more light on this and what you're going through. And, and on behalf of all the taxpayers who mm-hmm. live in Brownsburg, thanks for what you're doing. And and, it, and on behalf of public people who want transparency in public education everywhere. Thanks for what you're doing. Well, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. It's an uphill battle she's got. Well, uh, she's a fighter, though. She's great. Yeah, and it's it's we're lucky that somebody's digging yeah, into it and 100%. keeps going and is not giving up. And we're not going to give up either. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you for listening today. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.